0: Well, Dwayne, uh, India batted, uh, well, they're currently, b- b- with the West Indies are batting, they're chasing, uh, one, another 73 runs of 36 balls. West Indies 1-24-3 at the moment after 14 overs. They still need another 73 runs to try and beat India. They've got 36 balls to do it. Unfortunately, the Gale force was calmed for the fans, uh, as Chris Gale was dismissed for five in the second over. He was bowled by a beautiful in-swinging full toss from Jasper Bumra. Marlon Samuels only added Eight before he was dismissed by Ashish Nehra. The following over, Lendell Simmons was handed a lifeline as he was well caught by Bruma off the, off the bowling of the Ravi Chandra and Ashwin, but the spinner overstepped and Simmons survived. Johnson Charles fell a short while ago. He was dismissed for 52 or for 56. And that was by the one and only Virat Kohli. Can the man do any wrong today with his very first ball? He struck and the catch was taken by Rohit Sharma. In India's innings, it was Kohli who stole the show. He scored 89 off of 47 balls. That included 11 fours and 1-6 as India made 192 for 2 in their 20 overs. Rohit Sharma also playing a good knock. It's at the top of the order, he scored 43 of 31. First game of the tournament, he made forty off of thirty five. So the West Indies currently one twenty four for three after four fifteen point two overs. They need sixty nine runs with thirty four balls in in remaining.
1: Well, the winner goes on to face England in Sunday's final at Eden Gardens in Kolkata. Meanwhile, the West Indies beat New Zealand by six runs in the second ICC Women's uh, T20 semi-final in Mumbai. Wendy's women will face Australia's Matildas in Sunday's final at Eden Gardens. Rugby news: I can tell you the Springbok uh, coach is set to be announced at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, Alistair Kutsi expected to be tasked with making the team a formidable force once again. And uh, round six of the 2016 Super Rugby competition kicks off at 8:35 tomorrow. The Highlanders tackle the Force in Dunedin in that first game. The Lions, the first South African side in action as the host the Crusaders in Johannesburg at ten past seven. Football News, IX Cape Town have confirmed that defender Abubakar Mubarak and striker Tashrik Morris will spend a week's trial with parent club Ajax Amsterdam. The Urban Warriors uh, didn't give a specific date for the start of the trial, but the pair will be aiming to become the first players to make the move to, from the mother city to Amsterdam since Tulani Serrero in 2011. Meanwhile, the PSL match-fixing uh, case has been postponed until April the 6th. The PSL, uh, two weeks ago, announcing that eight officials and players had been charged on uh, match-fixing allegations and the matter was going to be heard today. Uh, Just finally, motorsport, McLaren's Fernando Alonso has failed the medical and has been ruled out of the Bahrain Grand Prix with uh, the after-effects of a huge crash in Australia. And that's your sports news. It's time for the PSL radio show for all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League fixtures results and all the latest news proudly brought to you by Absa today tomorrow together PSL radio show 25 to 7 on S.F.M., South Africa's news and information leader. Now, uh, I mentioned we got a very special guest in studio. And uh, I also mentioned the Nedbank Cup continues with the round of 16 kicking off tomorrow night. Uh, Bitvis traveling to Polokwane. Uh, to face uh, A B Mutzepi League side Maghazi FC but uh, aside from remaining in the hunt for the Nedbank Cup Bidvis are closing in on the league leading Mamalodi Sundowns in the Absa Premiership. and they've got one of their key men uh, in studio with us tonight uh, Clever Boys outfit has been well protected by goalkeeper Monique Josephs a man with uh, a record number of starts in the PSL I'm delighted to say the young man from Cape Town is in studio again Monique thanks for joining us uh, welcome back thanks
2: for having me again Duane, and I'm um I think this will be my last time because no cupcakes and then it's just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm refer- getting cupcakes,
1: yeah. Referring to the time that of course uh, he came just shy of your birthday, the day before your birthday, and Ye- uh, yeah. presented you with a cupcake and some candles. I yeah, just, so you have to keep that, and we won the next game we played as well, so.
2: I don't know what's going to happen, Dan. I'm not coming in. Okay. I'm not coming in. I need okay. a cupcake.
1: Okay, well, we'll make sure we have cupcakes for you uh, all the time. We'll get producer Siobhan Chetty right yeah. into it. It's fantastic. But uh, seriously, the season has gone really well for Bidvest. Rit- it has, it does, It You're feeling confident about uh, about where things are going? I mean, you're still in the hunt for two trophies.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what we, we we wanted to be at the beginning of the season, just in competing, being able to compete for things. And to be at this stage of the season, um, four points off sundowns and, and still being able to challenge for the NetBank Cup, um, I think, yes, we're in a really good position. And I think we as players, uh, have decided that we, we need to, what the club has invested into, into with players, buying players and the quality that they've bought, we need to be, be giving
1: something back to the club. I got to ask you. I mean, uh, that match against Burnley Celtic recently, just before the international break, when you when you saved the penalty, I think it was Lyle Lekay who, uh, who took the penalty. You celebrated like you just won another World Cup game. I mean, yeah. The way you would. But I mean, how satisfying is is playing and winning still for you, two decades on from when you
2: started? I think you can see it in, in just from the celebration. You know, Gavin always tells me, if you need to make one save for me in a game, <laughs> you know, just make that one save for me." And that's why I celebrated because I think it was a little bit of an important save. For, for the team because I was not in the mood to play another 30 minutes. You know. It's just <laughs> one of those games where you're not up for another 30 minutes. And fortunately for me, um, I was a little bit focused, uh, and, and yeah, we got that that one through. And, and Gavin was quite excited, and it's always just good to see him excited because that's never something you see on Gavin
1: excited. Is it is it is it easier in the modern game to actually get along with your coach with there's yeah. set to be so professional yeah. boundary? Gavin's one of a kind. Gavin's one of a kind. You know, I
2: mean, he's. He's me, in the coaching side. You know what I'm saying? He's a nutter, but he's so passionate. And as you can see, he plays every minute of the game. You know, there's parts in, there's times in the game, when <laughs> I remember the beginning of the season. At the beginning of the, of, the, of the season, when he signed me, he told me one minute. I, may, I for for one minute, I, may, I did something wrong. And his first comment was, "You know what? You're the worst goalkeeper I've signed. You know, you're the worst <laughs> goalkeeper <I've> signed." <laughs> Two minutes later I make a save, you know what, you're the best coach. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the way he is, you know. He plays every second of the game and that passion for me just runs into the team and that's what I'm all about. As long as um, I have that passion and that drive and he's there on the sideline having that passion and drive <laughs> Uh, hopefully and God willing It will be a while before it will end for me
1: Now that uh, that penalty save that I referred to a moment ago It was in the first round of the Nedbank yeah, yeah. Of course you threw it the second round You got Maghese FC t- uh, tomorrow in Polokwane. in fact yeah. um, uh, Polokwane seems to be a happy hunting ground But uh, before we get into the Maghese match Yeah I mean, I was I was uh, standing at the airport with you guys yeah. to fly to Bulawayo on a on a very wet day recently. Yeah, yeah. Before you went to and take <laughs> from city, we yeah. even, and we found ourselves in a situation where the plane where the flight was cancelled. No yeah. warning, no no notification. Yeah. four minutes before the flight. You know, so there was there, you know, there was a horning <laughs> there just to say that
2: <laughs> a notification is coming up that the flight would be cancelled. But um, as the organisation is we, it, we, our team, we quickly onto a bus, got the buses organised, and we took the long journey to Polokwane city. That, that reminded of the, uh, remind me of my junior days when you you just get onto a bus and go straight to the game. You know, we took the bus, took a long journey, got stuck in traffic, and it just. We just got to interact more with one another. That's a positive we look at it, you know, <laughs> team bonding before a big it. game.
1: <laughs> this is it. But I mean, these are these are the sort of experiences that uh, that years later they're they're annoying when they happen, but yeah. you look back on them with fondness, and there's I mean, yeah. always some fond memories. And of course, something delightful tends to happen. Yeah, and and, and Gavin was saying so. Gavin was saying that this is what both characters. This
2: is this is going to show the characters of the game, you know. Yeah. And we went there and we got a result. It wasn't our best performance, but the character that showed in the team that day. Um, just gave us another
1: another sign that, you know what, something might be happening for this team. And something, something is certainly happening for this team. I mean, you've closed the gap from 10 points to 4 points on the uh, long leaders, Mamelodi Sundowns. You've got them as, as as the penultimate game of the season. It could come down to that being the, the title-deciding match. But how deep is the passion right now, and how big is that belief that you can still win this league title? Yeah, well, our main belief is that
2: um, you know, for us, uh, so long we keep on challenging, we competing, and, and and stay up there. Um, but it's all for Sundowns to lose if you look at reality. Yes, so the You know, um, the net bank camp—that's big for us. You know, because that's uh, something that's in our control. You know, um, but knowing that the situation and the way it stands now, um, um, at, at every footballer, any sportsman who'd want to be in that situation where uh, you you you're about to win something and you know, there's so much to play for. You want to have that pleasure. You know, and and, and and I dream of that. I think that's that's what keeps me going, that passion going, because I know I'm, you know, I'm still in with a chance to win something, because at the end of the day, that's what's it's all about. You want to be winning things, you know. So we want to be keeping that pressure on sundowns, and, and with our bank Cup game now, we want to be trying to win that next game, which is not going to be an easy game.
1: Yeah, I mean, but how is it when you play against virtually unknown teams? I mean, uh, as opposed to a Chiefs or a Pirates? I hate it. I hate it. For the mere
2: fact is that um, it, you don't know your opponent, and 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 that's just any it's normal for a human actor like for for footballer when you're playing against a opponent you don't know, you, you you need to have that extra motivation you know and that's what we've been driving in this whole week at training now it's we need to get going we need to get going this is a massive game we're gonna be fighting out against ourselves first. And then the opponent then, which never happens if you play a Pirates or a Sundance, but you're just normally motivated, you know. So it's a, it's a, it's a massive game for us. It's bigger than the Orlando Pirates and the Sundance game.
1: Now one of the things that people talk about as being a, a phenomenal achievement in South African football is the fact that you do have the record number of starts in the PSL. It currently stands at four hundred and forty six, so so just four away from the four fifty mark. Yeah. Uh, you've got more than enough ability and time to make it to five hundred, regardless of uh <laughs> yeah, <they're laughs> regardless of your age at at thirty five. <laughs> I mean nearly thirty six. But yeah. you know, in 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 record runs there's always one or two moments that tend to to stand out but i mean that career of yours has spanned nearly 20 years in the PSL are there moments that stand out for you yeah there's a lot of moments that stand out for me crazy moments and i'm sure we will, we spoke about <laughs> it
2: privately you know but yes in football definitely um but definitely winning my first PSL title that's that's a big moment for me in my football career you know and 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 that's what I wish I have played all these games. I just could have. I just wish I could have won more titles. You know, at, at the end of the day,
1: won more titles. I mean, you, you've won every PSL trophy at yeah. least once. You, you're you're a multiple winner of the the goalkeeper of the year award. You're the current goalkeeper of the season. Uh, I mean, just in this season, you've got the the highest number of clean sheets by a keeper. You've got the longest run without conceding. You're 714 minutes between the second and tenth games of the, the league season. I mean. Do you do you actually pay much attention to milestones? That, that's the problem for me. Those are all just statistics. You know, when I'm retired, they not take note of
2: that. <laughs> at the moment, you know, it's it's for me. It's just about football. And oh, there's nothing better than winning something with your teammates. You know, mm. um, winning personal awards is nice, but it's always nicer if, you of you have worked all season towards one goal, and and at the end of the season you you win. A trophy that you've been striving for all season. Mm. And you win it together That is an even better feeling So oh, I just want to win more league titles Just for that feeling That's an unbelievable feeling
1: Do you also get the sense though At times And I mean I know you've had Your, your hardships in life And I know there are people That have been uh, critical of you There are people That have been against you That have wanted you to fail yeah, yeah. But Do you ever get that feeling though That The best form of revenge Is massive success Yeah That's (laughs) what
2: it's about When you understand The footballer's mind You know That's (laughs) what it's about You know Um, People will always be there To criticise you And that should drive you You know And 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 for me that is that is the ultimate driving force And that is why I'm so eager just to keep winning things and I want to keep winning I want to keep doing well With all the negative input around you
1: It's amazing though that, that football has actually reached that stage eventually But when you're young it's very different I mean yeah. if you go back a few years You were this young man You were yeah. travelling the world You were playing top flight football You had the life at your feet How did you actually adjust to that? I can be honest with you It that, that wasn't
2: my dream at all you know i had no interest in becoming a professional footballer like i told you before mm. probably i wanted to be a gangster that was my dream you know and then a uh, major thing happened in my life and fortunately god blessed me with the opportunity to play professional football and a guy like john Comitas who believed in me mm. you know and there were mm. so many coaches that came to i said get rid of this guy get rid of this guy but john just said no he saw something in me you know and he stuck by me now i'm keeping this boy He sent me on loan already I ran away from the team that I was alone with, and <laughs> you know, it's been, it's been a tough ride, but um, just somehow you get to that point, and uh, when you when a pro-profession, you, t- pro you see yourself on the team, and you think to yourself, oh, look at the recognition I get, and especially in my hometown, you know, and then you think to yourself, geez, look at the recognition, I like this thing, you know, you don't have to get the recognition for the wrong reason for trying to chase this one, or trying to stab this one, or trying to hit this one, no, you get recognition for doing something good, which... You know, and it inspired little kids And when you see the little kids Because <laughs> What happened Duane, was you, you know? You We always played Even in a signed professional food I used to play on a little field At the back there I used to go with my new kid Every time I get a new kid mm-hmm. With Cape I Town mean, Spurs Just to give me I'll go on the back of the field And phew, my man i will be the stars And I'll see the, 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 the Light up in the little kids eyes And I think to myself Geez they like this I'm, I'm some kind of hero to them You know And that just kept driving me And that's when I just kept loving the game Seeing myself on TV Seeing myself in the newspapers That was just unbelieving it from there on it just kept on and then one that young phase went away once it became serious and I started to take the game a bit serious and that's when
1: you know I started to switch on properly you know <laughs> Yeah, You've switched on in phenomenal fashion. It's uh, 40 minutes to seven on S.F.M. We're, you're listening to uh, Monique Josephs, I guess, in studio tonight. The uh, all-time number of starts in the P.S.L. The record number belongs to Monique Josephs, 446, and uh, loads more accolades. I mean, uh, I mean, out, outside of the, the the P.S.L. I mean, you've got so many other competitive achievements. And I mentioned some of them. I mean, uh, many caps for the national team as well, um, and that I've spoken about it. You and I have spoken about it, the. the the way you kept France's best At bay for so long in that win over France In Bloemfontein During the, yeah. the 2010 FIFA World Cup Where does that Actually rank for you Amongst uh, your your Favourite footballing Memories overall mm, Massive it, It's big You know But I've
2: I'm more about The little things You know um, the, the small little things um, Like I told you um, At this present moment For me w- What moment Was bigger for me That I was playing Against France Was the fact That I got to Realize a dream While singing the national anthem Mm. You know That was bigger for me When I was Stood there Sang the national I always thought to myself Why do these players cry When they sing the national anthem Why does that happen And then I stood there And saw my whole life flash in front of me while singing the anthem from being little to the fact of trying playing with the ball in the yard in my mom's yard playing on the field with little kids and here I'm playing in a World Cup you know because normally when you play in the yard and you're a little kid you think to yourself I want to be playing in a World Cup with this <laughs> player and that player and here you're living that dream so that for me is much more uh, valuable than playing a, t- a France you know those that, are small little things for me that 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 just like I told you, the statistics and those things was probably when I retire. But for me, it's just the small little things in my career, in, in, in my game that, that stands out for me.
1: Okay, I, I, I get that. But I am going to ask you one more on this similar note. I mean, you, you talk about that, that energy and emotion of singing the National Anthem and realizing a childhood dream. Yeah. But uh, one thing that many footballers don't get to achieve is to become Olympians. Yeah. And many goalkeepers are one of the three choices generally by the coaches called up for, for Olympic Games. Yeah, yeah. And Lionel Messi, Javier Mascherano. I mean, yeah. I've chatted to them personally about the, their, their achievements. Samoleto, yeah. winning a winning a gold yeah. medal in the Olympic Games meant the world to yeah. these players. Yeah. And you think you want everything else. Yeah. Is it really so much? Because football is not considered the, the greatest uh, Olympic sport. But if Owen de Gama gave you a call and said, Muni, I want you as one of my three overage players. Would you consider going to the Olympic Games in Rio? <laughs> that's a question. Yes, I'm putting you on the spot. Quality, <laughs> that's a
2: quality question. <laughs> you know, but I still feel the way I felt like when they asked me a question about Buffan as well. You know, I think it's if we have a 2022 vision, yes, I'd love to play in the Olympics. I'd love to. You know, it's a dream of any person, any athlete. But if you're thinking, you're preparing for the future. Man, we've been doing this all the time, and we've been struggling with the same problem. We say we're building for the future, then we want to go and use the old heads, you know. Mm. Um, use that as a stepping stone for the kid, for the younger kids For the younger goalkeepers, you know. Um, give them that opportunity to get that experience, and then, and if you are thinking 22, 2022 or 2018, then this is a perfect opportunity for them to gain that experience. And when that time does come around, they'll be experienced and they'll be um steady national team players if we speak in the football sense, you know. Um because for me I got the chance at the age of twenty three to play for the national team, which I think is late. You know, um mm. so if you have youngsters like Jody February, boys that's ready, groom them, groom them properly. Use them in the national team. Use them in the senior national team. Guys like Keegan Dolly or young guys at under twenty three that are gonna be around at that time. Mm. Use them now. Prepare them now. Don't say you're preparing for them but you're not using these guys now. Use these youngsters now And then you know by the time you come That time comes That they'll be strong competitive And playing at that level of football and ready for any channels that awaits him.
1: Let's talk about some of the youngsters. I mean, you've all, you, you've always been passionate about the young players yeah, yeah. around you. But uh, the point is, you were passionate about the young players around <laughs> you when you were 27, 28. Yeah. Now, now you're old enough to 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 be the father of some of your teammates. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. But I mean, you might not think about it because you're yeah. young, fit, athletic, still in your mind. But I mean, have you sort of realised your age in footballing terms <laughs> you know and where I made I peace with it? No, know, you do know, What's what? hurts me all the time
2: is the fact that when you hear them write things about you and you hear the veteran goalkeeper, you think, ah! Am I a veteran already? <laughs> because I can tell you, um, I'm, I'm, I'm my mind, you know me, doing You know me, and I'm as crazy as they come, and I'm always up to mischief, you know? So if, if I'm a veteran, and a veteran is, this immature and I don't know, you know. <laughs> but I I'll, I'll never come to terms with it, Dwayne. I'll never come to terms with it. Never I, I don't think I will. How has parenthood changed you? Yeah, it has changed me a lot, but I think if you should have a look at my kids doing, <laughs> you see me in them. So it hasn't changed much of me because you know, they, they keep me active. They keep me alive. They they just as crazy as I am. You know, just as driven, just as passionate about anything, be it a car on the road, driving a car on the on the on the sofa or smaller. They are passionate about everything. So it hasn't changed me much. I think it's just influenced them a lot. You know,
1: <laughs> I I do want to ask you about uh, aside from from fatherhood. I mean, speaking of parents. I know that you are close to your mother. I mean, what's the most important lesson you learned from your mother? Strength, man. Strength. Uh, That's where I get my
2: character from. Oh my word. That lady raised me through. Uh, She alone, eh? That lady and my grandmother. No, No father figures. She raised me. And I'm telling you, I was not the easiest kid to raise. And then, and, then and her strength and her composure. I don't think I have much composure, but sh- her composure in situations—that's that, ah, unbelievable. We call it sabr. Her, how do you call? What is sabr? But um, her, her sabr. Um, you you uh, Google that later, okay? <laughs> 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 we call it sabr. Her, her ability to be calm in situations, to deal with things, to deal with strife, you know, and to deal with me not being a good kid. Um, that I've learned from her character, strength, uh, and I think she did a good job at the end, you know, because Alhamdulillah, I've, I've carried on playing. I've, I haven't been shot, I haven't been stabbed, and you know, so I think she did really well, and so I owe everything to that lady.
1: Reni, you you're somebody who is just high strung. You're constantly energetic. You're moving around all the time, but th- th- there's part of me that doesn't believe you ever relax, but What's it like when you've got a, a week off, or how, how do you how do you spend your time when you've got uh, a couple of days off to to rest for a bit?
2: Then it's the craziness at home. Then it's the kids. You know, <laughs> then then it never it never stops. It never stops. But if I when I do get a time to do like when I, when we at the end of the season and we me and the wife go to Cape Town and the kids and that's when we just kick back, you know. And but kick back is still... Not the kickback a normal person does. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going here, going there. Let's do this, let's do that, you know. Um, but uh, but but another place where I do um, where I'm really calm is when we traveling towards the game. This long trips like tomorrow polo and I'm looking forward to that because they're not be able to sleep on the bus. But the problem is again, then it all just turns around when we come back
1: because then you're bored. Mm, so then the mischief starts again. There's yeah. many footballers though that, that religiously listen to music, for example, before yeah, yeah. matches. What do you listen to? No I'm, I, I have like a I like to listen to religious um,
2: things. I'm trying, you know, i at that. I'm I'm trying to become. I'm a practicing Muslim But I'm trying to To strengthen my faith A bit more And that's what I'm trying to do With all this craziness Going around That's that's what I'm trying to do That's my ultimate goal And so I'm listening to that music The music nowadays is It's becoming crazy man It's It's, it's not as powerful As it was then When you were hearing About Tupac speaking about life And Notorious B.I.G. Speaking about life Nowadays it's all about money And cars And It's material things Which is Immaterial to me. It doesn't matter See if you can, if I can get a a singer that's gonna tell me about like like a guy like Kendrick Lamar or a guy like Jay Cole, these type of guys who can tell you about life and experiences and 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 that can in, and that that has a message, you know. That I'll listen to, but not the the, the music of today.
1: The music of today is just, <laughs> uh, you know. Fair enough For the kids Fair enough I've got to ask you A quick question though Before we uh, catch up With the cricket update What's happening Between India and West Indies But uh, we need chocolate or vanilla
2: <laughs> Bring both Let's try both I know Siobhan's Always organising good things yeah. <laughs> I just heard a chair
1: move And these I'm are, These are the cupcakes ah! Chocolate or vanilla Do you need
2: me No do you need me To come tomorrow again <laughs> I'm here brother <laughs> You come at the right time Jesus I
1: love coming to this place Unbelievable <laughs> This must be One of the best Radio stations around We know your weakness We know your weakness <laughs> Thank you Siobhan So so is this now Your favourite part About being a footballer Being interviewed Interviewed <laughs> by
2: Dwayne and Siobhan And having cupcakes oh, Please don't tell Governor eh? Cupcakes nice.
1: Listen Completely Completely separate issue Um the cricket is on, but are you are you are you somebody who's into other sports? At yes, all? yes, 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 yes. I'm a rugby fan. I'm a big Stormers
2: fan. You know. Oh, I knew yeah, you had a weakness. Big Stormers I knew fan, <laughs> mess up. You know, um, you just and love Town. Yeah, no, 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 no. The quality rugby these boys plays. Look at the guys like Kobe um Zas. Look how big even We We are dominating now rugby. And you'll see us this season, I'm telling you.
1: So you're delighted that they've just overtaken the Sharks to stop oh, the, the they, South African Conference
2: standings, eh? That's the thing. And this year I have this feeling that we're gonna win it, you know. I just have this feeling our young boys have grown. Um and we've got quality, we have experience as well. But guys like Chest and Colby and the new boy Leon Zas, yeah? Those boys, they are dynamite my man. Cape Town is just natural where rugby is concerned. So we, we we're
1: in for a ride this year. Oh, there you go. You've got the views on rugby of uh, from, from one of the greatest football stars in <laughs> South Africa <laughs> ever produced. Monique just has, the, the problem is, Monique, is that when we chat time just runs away with us. Can you believe we're, we're right at the end of the show?
2: But That's the quality of the show. If the time is up I get to eat my cupcakes. <laughs> this was not that bad at all for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Manip, it's been great having you in the studio again. Oh, you, you've pleasure, been right? such a phenomenal ambassador for Football in this country And I, I know Despite the fact That you turn 36 In a couple of months You've got a, a, Still plenty To to uh, give To South African football Wish lie. you the best of luck In Shall both lie. the Bank Cup and the Thank, H- you, Duane. Axel, Thank you Dwayne Thank you so much For free access To legislation
2: Speeches And crucial policy documents Visit Polity.org.za Prima Media's News and information website Polity.org.za Evening democracy through access to information. Visit policy.org.za today.
1: Fellow South Africans, my name
2: is Nomvula Mukonyani, the Minister for Water and Sanitation in South Africa. As we enter the Easter holidays, remember that we are still faced with the challenges of drought. I urge all religious faiths to call for divine intervention against the drought and those of us who use water for religious purposes to do so wisely and responsibly. Let's also use water wisely in our homes for domestic and recreational purposes. Water is life. Water has no substitute. Together we move South Africa forward.
1: CSL <laughs> <laughs> Show. Well, uh, let's get straight to the uh, cricket again. Johan Lurie is watching West Indies against India. West Indies chasing 193 for a place in the final. Johan, what's the score?
0: Well, the match is going down right to the wire. The West Indies currently 181 for three after 18.5 overs. They only need another 12 runs and they do have seven balls. And the, the Indian team only have themselves to blame. Lendl Simmons was caught three times, twice off of no balls. The one time he was caught by Ravindra Jadeja at the boundary and he stepped on the boundary rope. So three times Lendl Simmons should have been dismissed But he's still at the crease He's the one doing all the damage And it does look like West, the West Indies might just be on their way To the final of the World 2020 Where they will meet England on Sunday They need 12 more runs They've got 7 balls And knowing India they are going to take their time With this last over and one delivery
1: well, so 12 off 7, wow, it certainly is going to come down to the wire, but you suspect West Indies with seven wickets in hand might just get there, but that's all we've got time for. Now, Lady Molew is up after the news with the talk shop. Catch more sport uh, tomorrow morning, AM Live, with uh, John Gerica and Brad Brown back in uh, 6.30 to 7 tomorrow. But from uh, producer Siobhan Chetty, me, Dwayne DeLocca, and our lovely guest, Monique Josephs, who's chosen vanilla, not chocolate, it's time for us to say cheers. We're out of here. It's 7.